News and interviews from across the world and right here in the central Susquehanna Valley. This is WKOK Sunrise on News Radio 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com. Thank you so much for joining us on WKOK Sunrise. We thank Rob Satter, a fabulous producer, take good care of us all the time. Next week I get to take a couple of days off, and Rob will do even extra work. So we always appreciate his help and hard work. On the news line with us now, Linda Harris is here, Voter Service Chair of the League of Women Voters of the Lewisburg area. Good morning, Linda. Thanks for calling in today. Absolutely, Mark. Good morning, and it's nice to talk to you as always. Well, how busy are you these uh, days uh, helping out to make sure that the League is just providing all kinds of services to pe- to people to make sure uh, that they can run for office and that they can uh, get voted for? How busy are you these days? Well, the entire team is really busy, uh, from our marketing people to our voter service uh, committee, as well as uh, administration as well. And basically, we've been doing a, a double-pronged pr- uh, approach this time. We actually have a marketing plan with WVIA, and uh, people should know about the vote that's on PBS that talks about the 100th anniversary and suffrage. And so we have um, um, spots on the radio, on NPR, as well as on the vote, telling people to, to vote telling people they can go to our website to get information that they need. So it's the first time we've ever done marketing in that way. We're pretty excited about it. And that's um, the vote is um, was on last Tuesday evening, and there's three more parts uh, consecutive Tuesday evening starting, uh, starting on the, the um, 8th, and then the next one will be the 15th, 22nd, and 29th at 8 o'clock. And the other thing is with voter service chair, um, with voter service uh, being the prime thing right now with, with the elections, we're very busy in terms of trying to p- get people registered. Um, our website at lwv.lewisburgarea.org has all the information folks need in terms of getting registered. And you know, in this climate market, it's been very difficult trying to figure out how to do that because normally we do face-to-face um, events and we've had had to figure out ways to do it differently but basically we're doing it through social media as well as uh, the website so yeah we're busy real busy well you've alluded to some of the things that the league uh, does and to prepare for the november 3rd election uh, a voter's guide will be part of that so explain uh, how the form that will take this year Absolutely. The voter's guide, as, as was in the primary, is, will be online. It'll be an online version, meaning that folks can go to our website, uh, click on the voter's guide, which will give them all information about the candidates and also polling places and when to vote and how to vote. And that information will be available uh, the week of September 24th. We expect to have that online for people. So if you go to the website and you have a computer and you can check us out, you can get a printable version or you can just use it as an online uh, opportunity. And if people don't have computers or they don't have printers, um, maybe they have a friend that could help them do that, get on the computers and get the information. The library is also open. If you make an appointment at our local library, you can get on the computer there and you can look up the information at our local library. And you know, the voter's guide, we spend a lot of time on that, um, getting uh, candidates to answer questions that we think our community wants to know about. And most of the candidates actually do respond to the uh, voter's guide. And also, 
The uh, second thing we're involved in is the national uh, website, which is Vote411. And that information gives all candidates information from all over the country. And what's great about Vote411, put in your address. You can actually create your own ballot online, which you can then email to yourself and print it out, or you can text it to yourself. It's really a wonderful process that we have. We try to, we try to be full service, and it's all free. And we're all a bunch of volunteers doing it. So I think it's a great opportunity for people to get the information they, they need on the web. Well, you're really dedicated to this. It's really part of the mission of the League of Women Voters in general and the League of Women Voters of the Lewisburg area, very active. You mentioned the website from which people would download the uh, voter's guide when the time comes. You've got to wait two more weeks for that, but then you'll be able to uh, lwvlewisburgarea.org. That's lwvlewisburgarea.org, and that'll be an opportunity for you to download that and find out all kinds of other information. Uh, if I wish to register for to vote maybe i'm not registered or maybe i'm not sure what's the procedure to do that absolutely um the easiest thing is to go to, again to our website um you can also go to votespa.org and you can get the information there as well however uh, we make it easy for people just go to the website and get the information that you need um, deadlines are important um, deadline for registering is coming up it's october 19th and the best way to do that is to register online. You can go through our website. You can go to votespa.com to get that information. But that information needs to be filled out and sent to the, re- to the election office by October 19th for this coming general election on November 3rd. So people have a little over a month, but I wouldn't wait a whole lot of time. Also, you can go to the elections office directly, and you can register there as well. And in this particular election, in a fall election, you don't have to say you're part of any political party. Independents and libertarians and nonpartisans, everybody can participate in this fall election. Absolutely. If you are a registered voter, you can vote. And speaking of registered, if you want to check to make sure you're still registered, you can go to votespa.com and you can look up your name and and give them a quick bit of information about yourself, and you can find out if you're still a registered voter. I'm sure most people that, that are listening to your, to your uh, radio station are registered voters, but if you just want to double-check, especially those who may not have voted in the last uh, uh, presidential and haven't voted since, you might be concerned if you are. It's always a good idea to check it out and contact the election office in Union County and ask them, too, because they'll be willing to help you. It's a votespa.com is the website, and that's the state's website run by the state, uh, well, it's the Department of State, and uh, they have all the information you need there about uh, mail-in balloting, absentee balloting, and so on. And you do need to register to vote. You can't just go to a polling place that you find out about on the election day. You have to be registered to vote so that the uh, uh, polling place is ready to accept you. Now, mail-in debt, uh, mail-in voting, what's the procedure to do that? Mail-in voting, uh, again, I would suggest you go to our website. We have a step-by-step how to use the mail-in ballot process, and uh, it makes it, we make it really easy for people so there's no confusion. Um, I think it's important that we keep in mind the dates, make sure people know that if you're going to be, if you're going to be uh, applying for a mail-in ballot, you need to get your, the last day for the, our county elections office or any county elections office 
to receive mail-in or absentee ballot applications is October 27th, 5 p.m. That's the last day and time that they can receive your application, which is giving the elections office time to process your request and then be able to send the ballot out to you. All right, well, let's suppose I am interested in uh, doing a mail-in ballot. What is the procedure to do that? You just mentioned applying, so we'll assume that that is the first step. Absolutely. There's three ways you can request it. You can go online. If you have a valid Pennsylvania driver's license or a PennDOT ID, if you have neither of the above forms of ID, I'm suggesting you, you can vote, uh, you can request a mail-in ballot by mail. And that way, like I said, on, your we- on our website, it gives you all three different ways to do it. Just keep clicking, and it gives you all the information you need. So if you have these ID, you can go and apply for an application online. We- it takes you to the votespa.com uh, website, and you can fill out the information. We tell you how to scroll down to option one, click on this, click on that, fill out this information, and, go and-, and-, and request it. You- if you do not have a valid um, PA driver's license or um, uh, PennDOT ID, and you can use the last four digits of your Social Security, which is a new thing this time. That's a new thing that the governor agreed to in terms of changing the the, uh, request. You can get a paper mail-in ballot application. You can download the application on your computer, or you can contact our elections application. And if you don't have a printer, they have that option, too, as a way to do that. You can fill out the, the paper mail-in ballot application using the instruction on votespa.com. You can either deliver the, mail, the mail-in ballot application yourself to the county elections office. You can mail it via post serv- our post service, or you can drop it off yourself to the elections office. There's lots of ways to do it. Or the third way is go directly to the, our county elections office. You can pick up a mail-in ballot application in the lobby i was there you can do it they will allow you to sit down on the on the sofa fill it out and deliver it directly to the reception reception person right there so they've given us lots of different options to do that it's an easy process people can do it and we've tried i think they've tried to make it as um easy for people to do it and based on their own circumstances especially if they don't have a computer or they don't have a printer they've made it easy for people to do that all right, and that Once is you have your mail-in ballot application, sorry to interrupt, I think you're going to ask me this. <laughs> Once you receive your ballot ap- application, is accepted by the county elections office, you'll receive a mail-in ballot in the post mail. You will also receive an email from our, from our from Department of State saying that they've received your request. So th- that's how you know you can track your ballot that way as well. And there's also a click there when you apply that if you want to receive um, information when your ballot is received, all you do is put in your email and they will send you that information. Is it feasible to go to a a county election office, apply for the mail-in ballot, receive the mail-in ballot, fill it out there, and hand it back in? Yes. So you can vote at the... But that won't happen until... Right, but those ballots are not available until the end of September or the, be- or the first week in October. So if you want to do that and you want to fill in your application, then you're going to have to wait until the ballots are actually available, which is at the end of September, and they told us by October 1st they should have that. 
Okay, so I can yes. there'll be there'll be a time in mid October I can go to the the election office, for example, in Northumberland County. That would be uh, at the administration building, or in Snyder County, out at uh, the, the whole commissioners complex area. I can vote in person, basically same day, using the vote by mail system. Yes, absolutely. What about drop-off boxes? We occasionally hear about that idea. Is that permitted in Pennsylvania yet? Um, some of them have them. Um, some of them don't. Union County. I was told by the when I talked to, when I heard from the election office was that they weren't going to have mail-in boxes right now. So the only way to do it is the three ways we discussed, which it, the only ways we discussed, which is either through the computer. Uh, online or actually going to the election office, dropping it off and mailing it. So right now, there isn't going to be any mail-in ballots in uh, ma- uh, drop-off boxes in Union County. I'm not sure what the other counties are doing. I have no idea. All right. Well, there is a uh, there is a, a um, um, house a uh, house a Senate bill two six two six that they are discussing at this point, and one of the issues on the on the House bill is whether or not. Um, they will allow uh, they allow uh, drop off boxes uh, in the in the um, Senate bill. They're saying that they are are not going to be allowing um, drop off boxes. Um, so it depends whether or not that passes or not, and of course whether or not it, if it does pass, whether or not Governor Wolf will veto that as well because they're look because that bill definitely says that there would not be any mail in uh, drop off boxes. Okay, so, so we'll have to wait to see how that pans out. Right, we'll see how that pans out and uh, find out uh, whether that'll be permitted. But in any event, even without that, uh, there's still plenty of ways to get your application and to get it back and to make sure that your vote uh, counts. Linda, we're going to ask you to stand by and come back at 740. I've got a lot more questions, so please uh, hold on, and uh, we'll have more questions uh, coming up very shortly here. And we, we're going to find out how to vote, when to vote, uh, when to get uh, the, uh, how to approach the deadlines and so on. With We're talking to Linda Harris, Voter Service Chair of the League of Women Voters of the Lewisburg area. We'll continue this conversation after 7.40 this morning. News and interviews from your community every morning on WKOK Sunrise on News Radio 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com. Thank you so much for joining us on WKOK Sunrise. Rob Center, the fabulous. We appreciate his help and uh, hard work. And Matt Catrillo is our news director, so we are well taken care of by some real pros around here. So we always appreciate their help and uh, hard work. When it comes uh, to professionals, there can be no group or organization that is more professional and helpful and volunteer-spirited and pushing democracy in our republic than there is the League of Women Voters. And the League of Women Voters of the Lewisburg area is a superlative chapter of that national organization. And to that end, we have Linda Harris back on the line, Voter Service Chair of the League of Women Voters of the Lewisburg area. Thank you for calling in, Linda. Thank you, Mark, for having me this morning. And really I really appreciate it. Can you give us me a quick, just a real quick overview of what the Lewisburg uh, area chapter of the League of Women Voters uh, does? Um, very quickly, yes. Um, we are a nonpartisan group, and our mission is to make sure that um, our community has the information they need to make good choices during elections. And um, the bottom line is is that we want to do that in a very nonpartisan way. That's our mission to do that. 
and we do that through education um, with our voters guide with uh, candidates nights um, with our website to get the information out that people need uh, we give them information about how to vote uh, different ways to vote not just at your polling place but now the new uh, mail-in ballot opportunity that was that was started in October of 2019. So, yeah, we've, we, we're pretty busy trying to do what we're trying to do. And so it's voter service and citizen education. And our, fi- and our other pro- projects are at action and advocacy because we also um, do consensus studies on specific things that are important to our area. We research them and we give information in a nonpartisan way so people can make choices when that information is, on, is, is a ballot question. So that we want to make sure people have the information that they need. There are ballot questions coming up on this year's ballot, so folks will want to bone up on those. And uh, the Voter's Guide and the website lwvlewisburg.org will be good ways to do that. You mentioned candidates' nights. Uh, we don't see any on the schedule. Is that because of the pandemic or just a lack of uh, the, uh, the... Of course, it takes to at least two candidates who wish to meet face-to-face as part of that. That's a good. Actually, I want to correct you real quick, if you don't mind. Is there aren't going to be any ballot questions on the um, uh, November third election? There aren't any ballot questions. Um, people have been thinking that there would because recently the Daily Item um, advertised the different um, potential ballot questions. But as you know, there is a process for getting it on the ballot, and that's the first process: is advertising and notifying our constituency about it. So it will not be on the on the November twenty twenty ballot. But if it goes through, then it will be on the um, next uh, election. So I just want to clarify that for people. There isn't any referendums on that. Um, in terms of uh, candidates' nights, well, you know, as you know, as you mentioned, being nonpartisan, we need to have, and we have our candidates' nights are debates. So you need you can't debate with one person. You need another person to debate with, because if you only have one person at the table, then it becomes an interview. And that's not what we do. We want to give both sides of the coin. So um, incumbents uh, historically uh, in the last few years have not been willing to attend. So based on that, um, we haven't had um, candidates' nights unless we have a contested race. So that's the sad thing in terms of the um, federal and and the state-level races. But, of course, municipalities, they've been wonderful. Our community is all about letting our, our community know what they're about and what their issues are and how they want to help us. So in our municipal elections, we do candidates' night, and we will do it in uh, the spring when we have our next one. So we are still doing those in those kinds of, in our municipality elections. And you help candidates run for office. You've had several seminars uh, appropriately named How to Run for Office. Yes, we have. Uh, last year, uh, in 2019, there was a How to Run for Office, and we had a number of people come out and learned how to do it and, and the process. We gave them all the information they needed, a huge booklet. Um, the elections office was a huge part of that. Our, I can't tell you how great our Union County election office is in terms of working with us to get the word out and to help people know how, how not easy, but what the process is to become a candidate. So that information we have, and we also have that information online uh, in terms of how to run for office and the information that you'd need. But thank you for, for plugging that. We appreciate that ever so much. 
Well, and, um, I just think it's yeah, fabulous that you do it. There's a lot of people that have an interest and have strong opinions and certainly have the ability to be elected leaders around here, but it is a, it's, it's not a complicated process, but it's a very particular, and you just have to follow all the, the right steps to go along. Uh, continue to outline uh, what we need to do to get ready for the November election. There's all kinds of topics we have to cover. Absolutely. There's the um, make sure you you check out whether or not you are registered. You can go to votespa.com and check if you are still a registered voter. If you are a registered voter, you have different ways you can vote. You can go to the polling place on November 3rd, opens at um, 7 a.m., and you can vote, uh, you know, at, at, at your polling place. You can also check to make sure your polling place you normally go to is still going to be open during that time. So the best thing to do is go to... Um, votespa.com and you can look at put in your address and see whether or not the voting place you have is still available and of course a phone call to union county election office if you're concerned that the election uh, polling place you've always gone to may not be open but that's we'll know more information as we get closer to the uh, race in november 3rd the other way is mail-in ballots you can request a mail-in ballot online if you are a registered voter if you have a Pennsylvania driver's license and you ha- or you have a PennDOT ID, you can go online and request it. And if you don't have it, you can also go online. You can actually check out our website at lwv.lewisburgarea.org. And we have a huge area of how to, how to fill out and request a mail-in ballot. There are three ways to do it. You can do it online. You can do it by mail if you do not have a, a driver's license or PennDOT ID. But you do have the last four digits of your Social Security number. You can request it that way, or you can go in person to our county elections office, pick up a ballot in the reception area, fill it out, and hand it in, and you can get your ballot um, mailed to you. There's also the tracking device. There's a, when you fill out the application online, if you give them your email address, they will send information as to when they've received your request and when the ballot will be sent to you and if it was sent to you and when it was. So they've tried to make it as simple as possible for people if you follow those directions. So it's request, receive, mark, and return. And on our website, we have all that information how people can do that pretty easily. Well, originally when uh, Pennsylvania came up with the mail-in voting system, I thought it was uh, maybe a little bit more complex than need be. But uh, under these circumstances with the pandemic and with the, uh, you know, of course, always the ultra-interest in security, it turns out that really this is the go-to system in the nation. A lot of places are looking at Pennsylvania systems so that they can emulate that. So really congrats to our legislators for coming up with a system that uh, allows mail-in balloting uh, but at the same time ensures security. Uh, a couple words quick about the U.S. Postal Service. They're brought up and talked about lately. League of Women Voters uh, doesn't participate in arguments, but uh, your thoughts? The Postal Service seems to be ready to handle the uh, influx of ballots in Pennsylvania. Yeah, um, the U.S. Postal Service has made it very clear that you should start your process now, make a decision if you're going to do it by mail-in ballot, and follow the process and once you do get your ballot we've been told by the union county elections office they expect to get the ballots out the end of september and or the beginning of october and all you have to do is is once you get it send it in mail it in but the postal service is telling us at this point is they're saying give you need to do it very quickly they're concerned about getting that information to our union county elections office so the information we have is 
get the information, get your request your ballot quickly. Once you get your ballot, fill it out. And most people, you know, kind of when they get that stuff, they throw it on the pile on their on their kitchen table and they go, oh, I'll get to it. That's not the way to do this this time. You really need to take responsibility and you need to make sure you get that information as quickly as possible. So the postmark doesn't count on these. So if you don't, if the election office doesn't have your ballot by November 3rd, 8 p.m., your ballot will not count. So it's super important that people, as soon as they get their ballot, they fill it out and they mail it in or they take it to the elections office and drop it off. There will, be, as of this point, there will not be any drop-off uh, opportunities. So the only way to do it will be at the elections office. And I really want to say, too, some, some people are concerned about marking their ballot. Do not cross it out. If you make a mistake, do not cross it out and put what you want. You need to contact our elections office and to get a new ballot. They're very clear about that. And the other thing is filling it out and making sure you do it the right way. You need to ensure that it, your, if your vote is counted, you need to seal that security envelope. There's two envelopes, and you need to sign the declaration on the outside of the envelope and return that uh, ballot to us. To, I'm not, to, not us, to the elections office. Make sure I say that correctly. Right, absolutely. So You'll be flooded. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. Yeah, all right. Well, sure that if you have any questions, contact them. So, again, the yeah, your deadline election is 27th, 27th for the application. They need to have your application request by the 27th of October, 5 p.m., and they need to have your ballot in their hand by November 3rd at 8 p.m. And that's the only way you need to do that, and it's really easy. And uh, if you have any questions, go to our website to get that information. Could well, I put a plug in real quick? Uh, <laughs> you got 10 seconds. Have, yep, go okay, ahead. Okay, we have a program on uh, the forum. And it's going to be from uh, Dr. Mink. Um, he's going to be speaking about um, all sorts of issues in terms of the election. And we encourage people to make sure that they, con- they go to our website. You can sign on and you can um, go, to our, go to our website. And it says, Forum, Professor Scott Mank, register for this event. If you don't register for this event, you can't go because it's a Zoom account. And it's okay. all about what works and what doesn't. All right, fabulous. Yeah, he's been on Sunrise a couple of times, so we're, we'll be glad to, to zoom into that. Linda, thank you so much for your help. Uh, we're going to check back in with you every couple of weeks and make sure that we're up to date and you keep us up to speed with imminent deadlines. And uh, we're, we're going to work in partnership with you to make sure that you have an open mic and get this information out. Thank you, Linda. Thank you so much, Mark. We always appreciate being on. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That is Linda Harris, Voter Service Chair of the League of Women Voters of the Lewisburg area.